Welcome to the Teachers Podcast in association with Classroom Secrets, the podcast that's here to help teachers. Whether it's discussing the latest issues in education or sharing top tips for use in the classroom, if you work in education or want to know more about the sector, then this is the podcast for you. Now, please welcome your host, former teacher, life-work balance advocate and successful business owner, Claire Riley. Before we get into the episode, I just wanted to tell you two things. One, about our online learning platform, Classroom Secrets Kids. At the moment, it's only £1 per child for the year and it has thousands of activities that are aligned to the curriculum, can be accessed digitally and are automatically marked for you. So if you haven't done so yet, go to kids.classroomsecrets.co.uk and grab yourself a free 14-day trial for the whole class. Number two, on Thursdays, the Teachers Podcast is now hosting a UK education chat at 7.15pm on Clubhouse, the new audio social media platform. You'll be able to quiz the panel about all things education live, and it'll be a weekly event not to be missed. If you haven't heard of Clubhouse, it's still pretty new and in the beta phase with only a million users, but more and more are joining every day. You're listening to a podcast now, so you'll absolutely love it. At the moment, it's invite only, so keep your ear to the ground to see if you can get an invite from a friend who has access. Or if you're one of the lucky ones all ready to be there, then you can follow me at Claire Riley and I'll follow you back. So in this episode, I interviewed Rebecca Leake all about her school's approach to remote learning. So Rebecca is currently the executive head teacher at Cliff Lane Primary School in Ipswich and the director of strategy for Asset Education, which is a trust of 14 primary schools located across Suffolk. So Rebecca believes in holistic leadership and has been able to bring together her strategic mind with her passion for teaching and she credits owning an organic fruit farm and learning about organic farming for her leadership style. Each plant feeds another plant to create a healthy biosystem. She is also currently undertaking an EdD. And on top of all of that, Rebecca found time to join us on the podcast to discuss maintaining balance in the blended world of the pandemic. Just before we dive in, please leave me a review if you've had any value from listening. Right, let's talk remote learning. Rebecca, thank you so much for joining me to the, on the Teachers Podcast today. Hello. So we're trying a new format today. We're going to do our absolute best. And uh, thank you so much for being that first person. So first question then, because I've already introduced you. Um, okay, then. What is it that you've learned about life-work balance to equip you for leadership during this lockdown 3.0? Well, it was interesting what you just said about we're doing it in a new format. Um, and that's the thing to remember, I think. We must keep reminding ourselves that we're doing many new things for the first time all the time. And some of us do thrive on that. And I think I'm probably one of those, but not everyone is. And, and I think that that is the thing to keep reminding ourselves is that we are innovating at breakneck speed. And if we don't stop and reflect about how much we're doing and congrat actually congratulate ourselves and celebrate what we are achieving, then things will get very tough and go wrong. Um, in terms of you know, work-life balance and why it's so important, I said to, actually, I said to our parents at this school, we did a, um, a question and answer quite early on in this lockdown in an evening you know a google meet that parents could come and log into and ask us uh, questions and that kind of thing and i said to them i'm i'm really sorry but this is a marathon 
and not a sprint and that we have over five was it five weeks four and a half weeks or something like that until half term and we don't even know if that's going to be the end and so if we don't get our systems right and if we don't get our support right so that we are a, fun a fully functioning system uh, we this can't last a day you know we can't just throw ourselves into one day and say that that's it we've done it uh, it goes on a very long time so so I think it's it's recognizing that it's over a significant period of time uh, and so systems and and you know integrating support into everything that we do is incredibly important and for ourselves we always say don't we leadership you know if you don't look after yourself you can't look after everyone else um, but you know it, that that is that is it that that's it you look after yourself and then you can look after everyone else so it's making sure you you do things for yourself like drinking water uh, and uh, getting uh, light filtering glasses which I've done recently so that I don't get headaches staring at the screen you know it's really consciously making sure that that every part is looked after that that I think will get us there all the way until whatever's coming next I think that's a really good point, actually, because in my mind as a parent, I'm thinking, OK, I've got to do this till half term. But then, you know, on the news recently, I'm thinking this is this is going to be longer than that. And you really do have to be thinking, don't you? How can we make this work every day for a long period of time? Because, like you say, if you're not looking at the systems, everyone's going to be exhausted really fast because you, you put so much effort into like a like a theme day or a fun day, don't you? when it's something new but this is not new anymore this is this is the new norm which is quite frightening to be honest um how were you spotting your staff then to achieve that balance as well well i did check um with them about what i would say to this just to make sure it was really true um and i think that's maybe also a short answer to your question which is to talk to them and mm. find out how it is you know we are all quite isolated uh, and I, I really like walking around school. It's one of the reasons why I love the current job that I have um, in that I get to kind of do quite executive systemic things, but I also get to function in the school and go around the classrooms and see the children, and you know, see all the learning. Um, and you don't get that naturally in the way that we are. So it's maintaining lots of communication, lots of feedback, feedback loops all the time and checking that I'm right or that we as a you know, senior leadership team are right. So you know, I did actually kind of preempt this by asking them, going, well, I think I'll say this, and is it true? And they all nodded and said, yes, actually, it is true. So definitely keep checking some of the things that we're doing. I think one of the things is I'm lucky, you know, I've had I've had a long run up in that building culture has happened. Mm. So um, building a genuinely, authentically supportive culture where we recognise that some people find things easier and some things are harder for some other people and not holding not being cross with people about that but trying to work around the jigsaw pieces of us all you know we all have mm. bumps that go out that mean we're good at it and dips that mean we're not very good at it so so understanding that it's okay uh that you know if they say i can't do it uh, knowing that they're not going to you know they're not having they don't have a black mark against their name because they've admitted that they find it really hard to i don't know uh, film videos and upload them uh, yeah. not that doesn't come naturally to everyone so so it's a I've got that culture where I think people trust each other to say I need some help with this or you know teamwork and that kind of thing um, another thing that I think personally from a, is the most important thing about leadership is simplicity or clarity as some people argue about whether yes. one word is better than the other 
but if you can make a really simple set of rules, if you like, we just must do this and then it doesn't really matter after that. And then everyone it helps with everyone's anxiety because there are worriers out there. Teachers are amazing worriers because they always want to be better and they always think they're not quite getting it right because it's so complex. Teaching is so complex. You never mm. you're never going to just hit one button and know it's done. Um, but just saying, well, if you if you all set a piece of English every day, if you all set a piece of maths every day uh, and topic and, you know, three lives versus two videos, as long as that's happening, you're good. You're on the right lines. And what you'll then find is people then innovate and it unleashes all the other lovely things because they've just kind of looked after the basics and everyone knows that they're they're OK. So you kind of give them the tram lines and then let them have a really fun journey yeah. after that. So, I like yeah. that. I like that. Being really clear about what what is actually expected rather than having to guess. OK, so as we were preparing for this episode, then you mentioned that, you know, a mindset change from we must survive to let's thrive allows lockdown three to be seen as an opportunity for teaching. So how are you supporting your staff with that shift? So. I, I really like Froebel, I never know if I say him right, um, who uh, has kind of started the Montessori ideas of education um, and that, uh, that, the moment of that, that the moment in your childhood then is really of value in and of, it, and of itself, not about the next, we mustn't always be looking for the next step. Mm. Now is of value as much as what yeah. we're going towards. Um, and I do hold that really close to how I think schools are amazing. And we're providing, we're providing, you know, we're, we're enriching childhoods. We're not just preparing them for adulthood. You know, we are a, a, a place where children spend a lot of their childhood. So it must be fantastic. And I think that I take that into my own life. And I have said that to the staff when this lockdown happened, I said, this is the only January, 2021 that we'll ever have. So let's not waste it by looking forward to, oh goodness, let's just get to March 2021, because mm. then this whole month of our lives will have passed us by. So I do, I do really believe that. And I, I think that probably, you know, it will come across the people that I talk to. So that in itself, you know, leading by that belief um, is, a, is a good start, you know, for a head teacher or a leader. Um, and we, we also just have loads of fun. I really like, we, we're, we're lucky, I think, in that our trust is Google. Um, and Google's amazing mm. uh, and they are constantly developing new little things that you didn't realize they'd even introduced and then you suddenly discover it and you press the tab button and something magical happens that didn't used to happen um, and I think just kind of communicating that and sharing uh, some of our latest innovations with each other we had we had a lovely um, uh, showing from a teacher last week in our staff meeting of you know how she does her google tasks um, sets them in the google classroom um, and it was just it's just fascinating to see the solutions that people are just coming up with yeah. uh, and just enjoying the ride and on our techie teaching top 10 that i've got in my hand you know there's the or oh, you must do it like this and try and do it like this etc cetera, et cetera. but the last one uh, is to reflect and improve keep learning and try new things and enjoy the innovation you know and if you've got a culture where people aren't you know told off for getting it wrong rather you know just a celebration of people finding solutions to things I think that really helps you know the, the yeah. bottom line is google it find out about it and then do it we we um we've done some lovely innovation this time round that we didn't do last time um some of our LSAs have taken on projects our motto at cliff lane is every opportunity and that was another thing we say this is an opportunity how are you gonna 
take advantage of this opportunity. And two of our LSAs have, one is doing a cooking video and we've got a whole school bake off challenge going on. And another one is doing kind of gardening and nature challenges. We've got bonsai pine cones growing. Um, so, so it's kind of just embracing it and, and finding new ways to, to have fun with it really. I also think it's really exciting about what's going to be in the future because I I was at an education networking um, event, obviously online last night and um, talking to somebody who, who trains, you know, teachers with uh, ICT. And we were just saying that actually the baseline, because they've had to, has just really come up. So what are we going to be able to achieve next year when we're in school? Because now we're starting from a different place, you know, all, all teachers are starting from a different place, which is great. And I just wanted to sort of just jump back to, um, you know, this let's thrive. I think the most important thing I get out of that is the fact that it's a choice. And, you know, we we all know this, don't we? But we never do it. You know, when um, you say to yourself, well, if you just smile, you'll feel happy. But it, it actually is true. You just smile to yourself and you feel differently. And it's a choice, isn't it? And I think I've I found this lockdown easier so far because I've had to choose <laughs> that this is going to be better <laughs> and, and doing it differently, like you said. If it, yeah, I'm doing an A to Z for the whole school um, at the moment. So every day I do a little mini video um, and, uh, and on a letter. So we, we've got to... We got to H yesterday um, and we did habits, which I think is really pertinent. Um, mm. What new habits and, you know, talking to the children about good habits and developing new habits, blah, blah, blah. On Friday, we had F uh, and uh, I did test it out on my daughter beforehand. I, re- I really wanted to do faith in advance of um, World Religions Day and I'm really interested in faith and spirituality and secularism and how to kind of bring it all together. Um, but she turned her nose up at that, my eight-year-old. So I thought, oh, I better not do that. <laughs> so, uh, and then she said, I think it should just be fun. And I did go for fun. And what came out of it was planning fun. Mm. Um, And so I think it's being really conscious with our time. Uh, And so we planned on the back of me doing that video for the school, telling all the children, oh, you must plan your fun. You know, we planned a party. And and we oh. within lockdown we had you know part somebody made past the parcel and we did a pass the parcel and we had strawberries and pineapple, um, you know because you're still allowed to go to the supermarket and buy you know essential food so mm-hmm. you know we could do that within the rules and you know sensibly obviously, um, and we played party games and it was brilliant and so you know as you say it's a choice and sometimes yeah. I think we've got to be cautious not to underestimate the effect that this has had on some people. And it is really tough. And I don't want to sound flippant because there are people who are really struggling. But if you can look for the opportunities, then it will make it easier. And I suppose reach out if you're really, really struggling. Yeah, yeah you do have to create your own fun. Absolutely. And um, why are you so passionate about maintaining balance during the pandemic? Well, we only get one life. <laughs> yes. Which is, I think, what I've already said. Um, but... Uh, we are, you know, I talk about holistic leadership a lot and holistics and the fact that we are the sum of our parts, more than, sorry, we are more than the sum of our parts. Uh, And I do, you know, really know, I know that's true. Um, And if we can get through this, uh, you know, healthily and supportively, um, whilst innovating at the same time, then our schools are going to be even better at the end of it. I actually 
I do think, you know, I don't think we want to, this doesn't, it doesn't replace teaching remote learning, like it, it doesn't, and human connection is something that we can't replace. Um, but I am, I am really passionate about making, making innovations so that we become stronger. Uh, and I think it's a really good time to reflect on whether we're getting it right. Certainly something that that, that is confirming in, you know, conf this lockdown has confirmed for me, is that if you enable and if you empower and respect all the people within your team, um, it's kind of the opposite of what the DfE does, which kind of wants to make yeah. sure that we're we're doing enough. Whereas actually, if you can come from a position of, well, of course they'll do enough. They're brilliant. Mm. They wouldn't be working in schools if they didn't love it. We don't do it for the money. Mm. Uh, and you know, if you genuinely can come from that position and not not tighten not tighten people in. But, mm. but release them uh, whilst giving really clear framework so that they, they know, you know that they're in the right room at the right time, so to speak, metaphorically. But um, if you can have that uh, kind of empowering, uh, unleashing uh, way of doing things, yes. honestly, it's endless what you can achieve. Yeah. 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 And, and hopefully with teachers who understand how to look after the life-work balance and that it's allowed Yes, it's, it's got to be holistic, you know, in the sense of your time at home when you're not working must be respected uh, mm. and it strengthens you as, as when you're, you know, at work. People talk about maternity leave, don't they? And that when you come back from maternity leave, you shouldn't necessarily progress onto the next point on the pay scale automatically because you've been at home. But you are really developing as a human in everything that you do. Yes, uh, yes. And, and, you know, so, I mean, that's a, that's an interesting HR conundrum, to be honest, but, uh, it, it, you know, we're all, we're all, every part of the day is really important and it will all feed the other parts. And the other thing is that I, I really do try not to just talk about teachers in that when I, you know, I talk about people that work in the school, mm. it's really easy to slip into saying teachers and yeah. honestly, all our staff, you know, are the people that work in the office, uh, you know, they're fantastic pastoral people uh and they do they do so much for our family so it's it's recognizing that everyone is part of a really complex and rich jigsaw um and if you if you if you kind of say that to people truly then then people really pull together and do amazing things super thank you just before i ask you for um you know actionable actionable steps you could give teachers can you just give us a really quick rundown of what your school day looks like for remote learning because i think that would help you know other schools looking at how they could arrange their days yes um we've got it on our website actually um and i'm just going to get it up so that i don't misquote anything um but basically we try and do a daily drop in the morning which uh which is something we've tried you know a lot of the things i say we do at cliff lane we also do as part of the trust um so a lot of our schools have kind of adopted these kinds of patterns so we try and do a daily daily drop which kind of outlines what the children can get can get done today um and then um over the day they will get um some piece of english and uh, maths probably a reading a writing linked to the book that the often the teachers are still recording and reading to our mm -hmm. children at home so they can listen to that as an audio or video and then they get a variety of you know different areas of the curriculum history geography um science 
um, and you know over the week we we have a short and a long approach to curriculum so we try and have a short lesson and a long lesson when they're in school and actually we're maintaining that a little bit and we think that works because it kind of interleaves and builds up knowledge so they'll get a quick kind of it's a bit like pre-learning and then the learning yeah, so they might yeah. get a short science lesson where they watch a video and answer a couple of questions and then they get a kind of a longer task later on in the week um, so they get you know five five meaty pieces of work a day um, and uh, they don't have to do it all um, but obviously we try and encourage um, them to do as much as possible because um, you know all the vocabulary and everything that they learn in those areas are so important mm. uh, but then there are some optional things so on a Tuesday we put out the nature activity uh, on the Wednesday there's kind of well-being stuff on the Thursday there's the baking film that everyone can take part in there's my whole school challenge which is optional um, which is also put in there. So we've said to the parents, it's about, a, a, we're trying to give a rich and varied diet. And as mm -hmm. long as they're doing some maths and English reading, you know, and, and submitting some work, you know, we also have to respect that people have got different circumstances at home. Mm -hmm. So yeah, their daily drop, daily um, rundown of activities, a live QA. So it means that the teachers will be online on a Google Meet for 15 minutes and they don't even have to kind of have their video on. And sometimes children don't come or the families don't come, but sometimes they do just to ask a question. So that's there almost mm -hmm. to, to manage so that we don't have to do tons of live teaching because it doesn't all necessarily work. Mm -hmm. So you have a, a short uh, Q&A where you can come in and say, oh, you know, can you help me? I didn't understand the third slide on the science thing. Uh, mm -hmm. And then that, that can all be resolved. So. So yeah. some information, a short video, a short Q&A, a few tasks, about three lives a week. Um, mm. And the rest is recorded um, and flexible, really. Yeah. But it's on Super. our website. So Super. Thank you yeah. so much. Um, OK, so this question was what three actionable steps? I think you've got four. So what, um, you know, what tips have you got for teachers, basically, in regards to remote learning? So um, one that I think is really important is that you switch off, um, is that you allocate time with your team when you are not online and you are not marking and you are not doing it um, because our brains are not designed to stare at a screen all the time. It's, it's just unhealthy. And you, we, many, many people will know how seductive it is once you get in, you know, Twitter, Facebook, emails, you could stare at your email inbox all day just answering the next email and then just answering the next email. Switch off and cluster your time. So if you're going to do marking, decide with your team so everyone knows. So say if, if you work within Google Classrooms, and I recognise that not everyone does, you know, you do your marking between 1 and 2.30 or something mm. like that. Because otherwise you can sit on these systems responding to pupils' work all day and it would drive yeah. you mad. Yeah. So be really disciplined about what you do when and try and kind of have that hygiene about your time mm -hmm. that that is huge I think and you know and another one is to share uh, so I'm lucky in that this school is a two-form entry school and uh, you know there are schools out there that are bigger and we're part of a trust uh, so we've got can share with each other and I know there are small schools out there so there's people that teach you know year three four five all in one class and that kind of thing so it's less easy but if you can possibly share and I'm it's going to sound outrageous but like lower your standards in the sense of I know, understand there's yeah there's Oak Academy there's BBC you know so set some lovely things that you've done but then use other people's because you can't be expected to create everything from scratch all the time and mm -hmm. share with each other um, and um, I think 
the, the third one is make sure there's loads of um, really well thought out modeling in your teaching materials. So you do the example, so it's really clear on one slide and then the children can do it. Actually, that's as much a tip for the parents, but it's also you're treating, you're giving your parents a real treat if you get that right. So if yes. you can get the model and the modeling right, so that the, the children can see what it should look like. It's potentially slightly over scaffolding. It will look slightly over scaffolded to what we might be used to in a classroom, but you're not there as a teacher. So you kind of have to do that. So then they can do the piece of work afterwards. So lots of thinking about that modeling and scaffolding, if you can give examples. And then my last one is to get light filtering glasses, because if you're staring at a screen, you will, you will get a headache. I don't know the science. Uh, I don't know whether it's really true, but it seems to be helping me. They look um, really it, good as well. Yeah. <laughs> they do. Honestly, she really suits them. It's a shame you can't see her. <laughs> when yeah. you send your um, when you send your headshot through, make sure you're wearing your new glasses. I'll have to do a new one. I'll have to get a new one. Yeah, for COVID times. Very yeah. good. Well, thank you so much for joining me. How can our listeners keep in touch with you? Uh, so I'm on Twitter. Uh, and I used to be called the social leak on Twitter because um, I used to run a social enterprise and that's how I kind of started out as much as education but I'm actually I've become plain and simple Rebecca leak under and then little underscore at the end because there must be another Rebecca leak out there how dare they um, so I'm, <laughs> I'm at Rebecca leak underscore on Twitter and I would love to uh, interact with anyone that's interested and obviously the school is Cliff Lane primary so you can see a little bit of what we get up to on our twitter feed as well yeah super thank you you've been so inspirational and i really hope that um you know some of the things that you've shared really help those teachers out there struggling because um i mean i for one i don't know about you i'm in the facebook groups and i see such uh, a range of of things happening and some teachers are loving it some teachers are in the middle and some teachers are really feeling overwhelmed like you say um, and so some of those tips might just help them so thank you so much thank you for having me challenge you to at least look online for light filtering glasses this week if you want to give any feedback about how remote learning is working for you then just start up a conversation in the teachers podcast community on facebook so that others can get involved or you can join us on thursdays on clubhouse see you next week thank you for listening the teachers podcast is in association with classroom secrets a provider of high quality and affordable teaching resources that children love and teachers trust to find out more, visit classroomsecrets.co.uk.